0: Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hello. Hey Eric. Happy day. What what day are we now after the 4th of July?
1: 2 days post Independence Day.
0: Yes. And so it's, it's different when Independence Day this year was on a Sunday. So a lot of people ended up with a long weekend and either Friday or Monday off or both off. Everybody's going to be confused what day it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's interesting how how that kind of works in with people. The you know some folks had the take the Friday off, some take that Monday off for travels and some people take the whole week off. And a lot of times in the Northwoods, when the 4th of July falls in the middle of the week, they just take those days off, just pad some vacation days around it and take the whole thing. So it's interesting to see if it, it just ended up being a long weekend or if people did the kind of work from the cabin, work from home thing to kind of stretch that out.
0: Right. When I was a mom of younger kids, my sister and I were both teachers. And so we had the summer off And we would go to Montana, where my parents live, for the entire month of July with the kids. Oh, fun. And then our husbands would come the last week and kind of finish it up in a, you know, big fun way. Um, And once they got into sports and those kind of things, we couldn't do that anymore. But we used to do all our 4th of Julys when they were littler out in Montana. The one hard thing, though, is because out there, my parents are in Whitefish. So it's by Glacier National Park, way north almost to Canada. It gets dark there after 11.
1: Oh, so, right. So
0: my little ones didn't even get to see fireworks when they were littler because they had to be in bed.
1: Yeah, that just that happened for us. And the uh, my little niece actually woke up from the sound of all the booms and came out. And then she got a special little treat all by herself. All the rest of the kids had been put to bed. And she got to watch fireworks with her, her dad, my brother-in-law, out on the pontoon boat for a while I don't think it was quite dark when she went to bed and people started early probably people with kids but it uh that's always hard when you they hear all about the fireworks or they hear them in bed at night right? and it's it's too late yeah for them to stay up
0: yeah but when they get older then they can can start appreciating it what did you do this 4th
1: so we went to my folks cabin in tomahawk and it it was just a really nice family affair the kids are getting much old enough to really start enjoying things, the activities. We have these little kid kayaks. So the the kind of older kids, which older by, you know, six years old, <laughs> were <laughs> doing doing their own kayaks and these little six foot kayaks, which was fun. And then the the adults were kind of pulling the littler kids and little kayaks from, from other kayaks. And it, I mean, it was just such a wonderful adventure. We were fishing, we did fishing, we went tubing, we went to an ice cream, this incredible ice cream place called the windmill, which just has a, oh, a crazy, that is mu- good. yeah, just a crazy line out the door. And they do the thing, just you ask for, they call it a tiny, right? They call it a tiny and it is two huge scoops of ice cream is the smallest you can get. So when you have a little kid, like our three-year-old Magnus, you have to order, you call it half a tiny. I want half oh a my tiny. Gosh. <laughs> and it's still a huge scoop of ice cream on a sugar cone. So that place is amazing. I, they just really put on a nice thing. There's a lot of kids there hustling back there. And there was a line out the door all weekend.
0: That's one of the reasons moms don't sometimes even order ice cream or meals. Because if the kids can't finish, they're, they're tiny, they're too tiny, <laughs> right. then the moms have to finish it. So
1: yeah, we just don't even order exactly. our own. Yeah. Right. Right, so that was fun, and then I went water skiing for the first time, and I can't remember how long—years and years. And
0: do we have it on uh, video?
1: No, I, I should have got Shucks. a video. There might be Shucks. there might be pictures, <laughs> but it was funny. So first, my brother, who I don't know if he had gone—I didn't get if he had gone before, but it'd been a couple years for him too. We started trying to pull him up, and he was just about to get it, just about to get it, fell down a couple of times, and then I think it was the third time. Just as we were about to pull him out of the water, a, a, kind of a storm blew up and just started an in intense downpour. And oh we were gosh. just like ready to roll. So we just punched it, popped him up, and then he was just kind of riding, <laughs> riding around in the <laughs> rain, just <laughs> oh getting pelted gosh. in the face with these big, big raindrops. And then as soon as there was a pretty good boom and the thunder hit, we... Dropped him at the pier, peeled back in, parked the dock and then just hung out under the awning of the boat for maybe 20 minutes. And then the storm blew over and then his wife went. And then I actually went right after that and popped up. It kind of it's funny how you have that muscle memory. for Things that you haven't done forever and just got up and started going. And before when I was pulling Wade and pulling his his wife we go in the nice circle, right? You kind of pick your circle and just do, yep. do a rotation. Well, my brother-in-law, Tori, was driving the boat and I kept waiting for him to turn and waiting for him to turn. And he just kept going further and further and <laughs> further out into <laughs> the lake to where I'm like, oh my gosh, how this is going to take forever. And when you're, you know, you were kind Were getting of, tired? Yeah, my arms are getting tired. My legs are getting tired. And we started hitting choppier and choppier water as we were heading out, 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 out towards the lake. And finally I hit, somebody's wake that was really wicked and you know fell into the water and then when he pulled back up he's like dude i'm so sorry i wanted to turn but there was a boat that i couldn't see because i was focused on just kind of what was in front of me and the boat started racing parallel with him and on the other side was the land so he couldn't turn right because there was land on the left side a boat would not turn and if he if he let off the throttle I would have felt, you know, fell into the water. So we just kept hoping the boat would slow down and wait till I passed and pull. But no, they just kept parallel, parallel until finally I fell, and then the boat continued on. But they were just oblivious to what was going on. And uh, it's just, you know, when the lake gets busy on these busy holiday weekends, you really have to be on guard in the way you drive boats, and if you're you're tubing or because you have to be so defensive because you just right. have to assume that the other person probably doesn't know what they're doing out in the water, but it was fun. And we were laughing about it. And then he kind of pulled me back the other way. And, uh, it was fun. I'm a little sore today. I will say that's what I was
0: wondering. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen that movie cheaper by the dozen two? It's the second one.
1: No, it's got no, Steve
0: Martin. Oh my gosh. It's one of our favorite Lake movies. It's a family friendly movie. And I, I, I can't even say how much I highly recommend it. I mean, we quote the movie all the time. We rewatch it all the time for years and years and years, oh, over we'll 10 ch- years. We'll have to it's check that out. It's so funny. But when when Steve Martin's getting pulled on the kneeboard, that's what I'm picturing for you. So you'll have to watch oh, it now and, yeah, and think yeah. that that's what I'm picturing.
1: Yeah, we used to do the kneeboard in, up in the UP of Michigan when I was growing up. And that would, that's fun. That's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So, so funny. Yeah, don't, so don't water- you feel like when you fall to it all goes right up your nose.
1: Oh Whenever I fall,
0: it's like crazy.
1: The first two times I fell, yeah, the first two times I fell when I wasn't trying to fall, I was trying really hard to stay up. I landed really well. And then the last time when I just let go, I just completely crashed and biffed it. And it was super (laughs) painful. (laughs) But I don't know. There's probably a metaphor in somewhere, somewhere in there, but um, it was a a good time. Yeah, I don't think – yeah, hopefully they uh, captured a couple <laughs> of pictures. I'll definitely share them if they're out there. And then right? the uh, – what we try to figure out is like when to get everyone lined up to eat in time, right? Because you have the little kids, mm-hmm. they get hungry at like five thirty, six o'clock. The adults, you know, have a little more of a liquid diet for a while. And then <laughs> uh, we were eating later. But then there's that weird time where you're trying to get kids to bed and then the food's ready and everybody's waiting. So instead of putting all the pressure on ourselves, we kind of just – let people graze and almost set it up in more of a buffet style, which was really nice.
0: Yeah, that's smart.
1: And everybody just kind of grazed and then came out and ate together at the time. And, and somewhat part of it is just taking the pressure off of the weekend and not making it have to be this exact thing where everything's perfect. And that made it really fun and enjoyable where nobody felt pressure and everybody just enjoyed me of some really wonderful meals. And then, oh, what else happened? Oh, our fish fryer. So we had this big walleye fish fry plan for last night, and our fish fryer's been acting up a little bit. It has one of those magnetic safety catches on the back of it. So, if like someone trips on the cord, it pulls the cord out and it doesn't yank the whole boiling oil thing down, which is a great feature. Definitely need it. But the connection points have been a little fidgety for a while and they just completely failed on us. So we have all this walleye ready to go. We've been dipped, it's been breaded and we're ready to fry, and the fryer won't turn on. So we ended up pan-frying it in a cast iron pan with a little bit of, of peanut oil in there. And it went amazing. It was delicious kind of the old school way. But what we did find out, cause I hadn't done it that way before. If I had, I'd only, you know, fried enough for like a, sh- a small meal not for a lot of people is after like three or four batches of fish, you want to swap your oil out because the oil gets pretty dark and then it really adds like a kind of an oily flavor. But if you want it nice and light and crispy and delicious, you know, just do three or four batches. I think we had a 12 inch cast iron pan and you fill it with maybe oof, a quarter inch of oil and sear it on one side, fry it on the other side. And uh, oh, that was a hit. That was delicious.
0: That so. sounds like a good tradition to have for sure.
1: The Great Pyramid of Giza, Colossus of Rhodes, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, and Roughing It in Style. All of these equal in history and magnitude, but only one you can visit now. You see, Roughing It in Style may not be ancient, but it's the only wonder that will bring wonder to your world. Ruffing It in Style is your source for interior design, furniture, reclaimed cabinets, and decor. They have two stores, one out west in Fort Collins, Colorado, and one up north in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Managua. Plan your visit today and find out more at roughingitinstyle.com. What was that? The pyramid still around? Why didn't anyone tell me? roughing it in style a much better place for your furnishing needs than the great pyramid of giza yeah what did you guys do for meals over the weekend
0: well we kept it pretty easy you know this was a different fourth of july for us um you know we're on that other end where we have kids that are getting older and our oldest child wasn't home this year. So it was our first time to not all be together for the 4th of July. She's working as a summer camp counselor this summer. oh, Uh, So she wasn't home. And on the 4th of July, my other daughter who's going into high school this year, we drove her down to camp. She's going to be a camper this week um, at the camp where my daughter, my daughter's actually going to be her counselor. Oh, fun. So um, 4th of July looked very different for us. But the fun thing was that our lake celebrated on the 3rd. So we got to do all the 4th of July things um, on the 3rd. Our lake does a boat parade, uh, decorates everybody decorates their docks if they want to. They give out trophies. And our favorite part is in the evening, there's a couple different houses that do fireworks. And they let everybody know to come into the bay at a certain time, like at dusk. And it just fills up with everybody's boats. And we just sit and watch the fireworks. And that is just pure magic to sit on the boat, floating around with other boats and watching the fireworks. You know, you don't have to drive somewhere, find somewhere to park, walk to a great spot, carry your chairs. It makes it so easy. And it's so generous of those families around the yeah. lake that, that uh, do the fireworks shows for us. It's really special. So that worked out great that we got to do that. Um, on the 3rd before we headed off to camp. Um, and, but it was neat on, the one thing I loved to do that we didn't get to do this year was go to the parade. And in Manaqua, the parade was on the 4th. And as we were driving out of town to go to camp, you see the whole entire downtown is just chairs lined up. People go the night yeah. before <laughs> to put their chairs out and put their blankets out and mark their spots. And it's just a really great parade and great tradition. So I I love usually getting to watch that. And we didn't get to do that with our friends this year um, and miss that. But there's so many wonderful things in small town parades that make it special when the community gets involved, like our football team um, raises the high school football team marches in the parade and they raise money for the um, honor flight for the veterans to go to Washington, D.C. So lots of really neat, things that happened during the parade. So do your kids like going to parades?
1: Yeah, we do the Eagle River Parade, which they put on a, a fantastic community event in Eagle River, Wisconsin. And then they, the kids were lined up. It was like the energy after you know last year and everything being canceled was just unbelievable everyone was in a great mood uh a bald eagle flew over with a fish in its claws like right down the parade line it was That's almost awesome. like that had to be on cue like, right? Holy like they cow. planned it. That's yeah awesome. for sure and i was said it would only be better if it would have been one of those little american flags and it's in its claws right? as it flew over but and then they did a flyover with some cool red white and blue airplanes and then You know, the fire trucks and everyone was handing out were dumping candy out of bags for the kids were running around and handing out freezy pops. So the kids had an absolute blast there. And then my in-laws at their marina, Boatsport Marina in Eagle River, they do their customer appreciation cookout where they have a polka band and they cook brats and hot dogs for all their customers. And it's this known thing. So after everyone gets done with the parade, everyone heads over to Boatsport and they have a huge metal grill there and they're grilling brats and, and grilling hot dogs and the bands playing and it was just it was a fantastic day. It was so yeah, much fun. I
0: love that kind of community events and yeah the polka band playing. I, I know a lot of um groups come up to be in the parades up here in the Northwoods because there's so many parades at different times. Yep. But like there's the bagpipers that come and then there's these guys dressed like revolutionary soldiers that come and play their flutes. And I think they can go to a couple of the different parades while they're up here. Yeah, There's so many special moments, like you said, the flyover that starts the parade and all the veterans going through and waving. Uh, Just neat, neat moments. The other thing that was cool, driving down to um, take my daughter to camp, we drive through all these little towns. And to see all the flags lining the streets when you go through the downtowns, that was a really neat um, thing to see, too. Like you said, we didn't get to do this last year, so we appreciate it even more.
1: Yeah, that's that. It really sets it home when you, you don't even realize what you missed, you know, until, until it it doesn't happen. And then the next year rolls around and it brings it back with so much more energy and positivity. And like I said, it was just, everyone was in a great mood. Things really went well. Uh, The community was out in full force and. You know, from the sounds, all the fireworks and the sounds of everybody, you know, everything, all the sound carries on the lakes, man, there are people having a lot of fun, music playing, boats everywhere, jet skis. Um, And, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Absolutely.
0: I did spend a little extra time, though, in the house than I maybe would have planned on the third because our lake was so much noisier and so much more music and, you know, fireworks that were just loud. And my dogs don't like that very much, you know, that oh, kind of gets yeah. them worked up. So we stayed inside with them a little bit during the day to make them feel calm and like, it's okay. This is normal. It's fine. You're good. Um, yeah.
1: I think that that 4th of July or right around the 4th of July is when the most dogs run away from houses. Yeah, probably the, that would make yeah, sense. worst worse to hit the year for that. And that's hard. Right.
0: Yeah. So for everybody else, it's lots of fun.
1: Yeah. So we'd love to hear from from uh, our listeners out there. If you had anything special, any fun, interesting 4th of July stories, we'll definitely share them with everybody. But we just wanted to do a quick recap. This one was a kind of recording we're doing online. Um, yeah. Just wanted to catch up and, and touch base. And then we have some awesome guests planned for the rest of the summer here. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yep. We're very excited. So I'm glad you had a good 4th of July, Eric. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear from our listeners their own stories.
1: That sounds good. And happy, happy 4th of July to you. And we'll see everybody and hear everybody next week.
0: Sounds good. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cabin Cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at The Cabin Cast. We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getawaythecabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.